Welcome to the Anglican Church of the Good Shepherd, Pelham, Alabama podcast. This is your host, Deacon Andrew Brazier. So in today's daily reflection, I want to focus in on the second lesson of evening prayer. It comes from the Gospel of St. Luke, uh, 5th chapter, beginning the 17th verse. And uh, there's several stories. I want to focus on the first two for today. So it begins with, on one of those days, as Jesus was teaching, the Pharisees and the teacher of the law were sitting there. They come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. The power of the Lord was with them to heal. Behold, some men were bringing on a bed a man who was paralyzed, and they were seeking to bring him and lay him before Jesus, but finding no way in to bring him, because of the crowd, they went up on the roof, and they let him down with his bed through the tiles in the midst before Jesus. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said, Man, your sins are forgiven. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to question, saying, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? When Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered them, Why do you question this in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or rise and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, rise, pick up your bed, and go home. And immediately he rose up before them and picked up what he had been lying on the ground and went home, glorifying God. And amazement seized all of them. And they glorified God and were filled with awe, saying, We've seen extraordinary things today. So this first part of the Gospel of St. Luke in chapter 5 from uh, verses 17 through 26, it's an incredible story. So many things are going on in this um, event. We have Christ who, because of the faith of two friends, forgives the sins of the one who is paralyzed. And then because he is questioned by the Pharisees, he makes the point, what is it easier to do? To say to someone that your sins are forgiven you? Or to actually tell them that they are healed? And then Jesus says, because he wants to prove to these scribes and these Pharisees who are well acquainted and well familiar with the Old Testament, he says to them, that because he wants to show them that the Son of Man has power over the forgiveness of sins and the ability to forgive sins, he turns and tells the man who is paralyzed to rise up, take up his bed, and go home. When he makes this invocation about the Son of Man has the authority to forgive sins, he's answering the question that the Pharisees have. Who is this man? Who can forgive sins but God alone? And Jesus identifies himself as the Son of Man, which tells them, the Pharisees, who know their scriptures so well, that he is making a reference to Daniel 7, making a reference that he, indeed, is the Son of Man, who will ascend from the clouds, who will come from the Ancient of Days. And answers the question as to who is the Son of Man, why he is God himself. Because, indeed, who can forgive sins but God alone? And if Jesus is the Son of Man, and the Son of Man can forgive sins, then... Jesus is God. So truly, as the crowd says, we have seen extraordinary things today. But then we continue on, picking up in verse 27, that after this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax booth. And he said to him, follow me. And probably many of you have heard how despised the tax collectors were. They were fellow Jews who cooperated with the Roman government. And the way they made money was 
assessing excessive taxes and pocketing the difference so that they could make money off of the taxes they were levying. And leaving everything, Levi rose and followed Jesus. And Levi made him a great feast in his house, and there was a large company of tax collectors, and others reclining at the table with them. And the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled at his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? And Jesus answered them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And so we end here with verse 32 with Jesus making a point that we as Christians need to remember. That Jesus is calling for us to go forth as a hospital, to go and find sinners, and to tell them the good news of redemption. We're to go forth and to be healers. Perhaps not healers in the sense of healing from the ailments, physical, that people have, but certainly delivering the good news, the gospel, that that which is most important, your spiritual health, has been healed. Why and how? By the power of Jesus Christ, by what he has done on the cross, and by and through his resurrection. And so Jesus calls each one of us and beckons to us to go forth and to find the sick and to heal them, because once we too were sick, but we have all, each one of us, been healed. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you again for joining us on the Anglican Church of the Good Shepherd, Pelham, Alabama podcast. We hope that you'd visit us in person. We have Sunday worship uh, every Sunday at 1030 in the morning. And you can visit us on our website at www.goodshepherdacna.com or visit us on Facebook at Good Shepherd ACNA. Also, if you enjoy the podcast, please like, subscribe, and rate the podcast. It not only makes us feel better, but more importantly, it helps those who are searching for Anglican podcasts find podcasts like this one and other ones that are out there on the web. Thank you, God bless, and have a good one. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit, lift up your hearts. We lift them up unto the Lord. Let us give thanks unto our Lord God. It is meet and right so to do.